I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. Apple's highly awaited Worldwide Developers Conference, or WWDC, is set to take place from 5th to 9th June. Now, rumors are swirling for a while about Apple's anticipated entry into the world of virtual and mixed reality. And this time, along with the usual iOS updates, new Macs, iPhone, and watches, Apple is set to launch its VR headset, Reality Pro. And for Apple, this is a significant product launch as it marks its first major release. Since the Apple Watch in 2015, a step beyond the usual product updates and innovations. So, what can we expect from Reality Pro? This immersive headset is set to include 4K displays, powerful cameras, and a cutting-edge Apple chip. It's rumored to resemble ski goggles, supporting both augmented and virtual reality, and even offer VR FaceTime calls. But it comes at a hefty price of three thousand dollars. And this product launch brings our focus to the virtual world. The concept of the metaverse had been gaining traction ever since Mark Zuckerberg rebranded Facebook as Meta. But recently, the overall interest in VR and AR seems to have dwindled and shifted to AI. During the metaverse hype cycle, tech giants like Google and Microsoft tried to bring their AR VR A game and products such as Glass and Hololens, respectively. And let's not forget Meta's Oculus Quest. But these projects are yet to scale and reach the heights of success as they'd have envisioned. Meta's Reality Labs division alone, which oversees the Metaverse project, bled thirteen point seven billion dollars in twenty twenty two. In short, the Apple VR headset is coming at a time when the Metaverse has more or less gone bust. Will Apple be able to reignite the excitement in this category? Now. Apple has a good track record of winning over customers. Some of their best-selling products, such as the Apple Watch, were in first movers. The company typically starts low and gains traction by improving upon what already exists in the market. All that said, let's not forget the competition. Currently, Meta's Quest 2 isn't doing badly. The company has also announced the launch of Quest 3 coming this year. This latest model will retail at nearly five hundred dollars, a sixth of the price Apple is commanding for its Reality Pro headset. Will Apple's gamble pay off? Only time will tell. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hi, I'm Shorbury, and this is the deep dive for fifth June, twenty twenty-three. On Friday evening, the country witnessed what is arguably one of the deadliest train crashes to take place in decades. The unfortunate accident occurred in the Balasore district of Odisha near the Bahanaga Bazaar station, which is about two seventy kilometers south of Kolkata. As most of you may already know by now. The accident involves a three-way collision between the Coromandel Express, the Howrah Superfast Express, and a stationary goods train. India's Railway Minister Ashwini Vaishno said that prima facie it seems to be a signalling error that led a train to wrongly change tracks, but it's still unclear as to how such an error took place. Over 900 people have been injured, and at least 
288 people have lost their lives to this horrific accident. For now, the Bahanaga High School has been converted into a morgue. Heart-wrenching video footage from the school shows relatives of the deceased still looking to identify their loved ones. But as the country mourns this horrible tragedy, the limelight has fallen on safety norms of the Indian railway system, or rather, the inadequacy of it. The question is, could the disaster have been averted? You see, we are talking about a country which boasts of the fourth largest railway network in the world, connecting the length and the breadth of the nation. It's absolutely critical to the economy. Millions of people depend on it for employment, for transportation, movement of goods and commodities, why even major infrastructural development rely on the vast network. Now, the total number of train accidents have gone down significantly in the last couple of decades, but it's not completely gone. Just in the last decade, for instance, there have been at least four major train accidents that cost many lives. As per the performance audit on derailment in Indian railways, derailments followed by train fires and collisions were the top reasons for 217 train accidents that occurred between 27 to 18 and 2020 to 21. And apparently the CAG report also specifies poor maintenance of tracks, decline in fund allotment for track renewal works, and underutilized funds as the main reasons that lead to accidents by derailment. And all these factors essentially keep bringing us back to the big question. Was this accident, like many others before it, preventable? The answer is yes. Here's where we come to Kavach, the supposed state-of-the-art safety feature of the Indian railways that was introduced last year. The automatic train protection system has anti-collision alerts, automated brakes and auto whistles, among other things, in case things go south. Unfortunately, though, coverage wasn't installed on the route where the collision took place. The government had planned a phased introduction of the system from 2022 to 23. The original tender sought to deploy coverage on 3,000 kilometers of India's rail network, but even this would be inadequate and cover less than 5% of the country-wide network, according to the Economic Times. As the centre now gets down to business to figure out accountability, one thing is for sure, this whole incident couldn't have come at a worse time for the incumbent Modi government, which is seeking re-election in the next year's General Assembly elections. While the great Indian railway system is going through a swanky makeover with new lines and super-fast trains and higher budgetary allocations, even futuristic stations for that matter, the need of the hour is clearly a secure rail network. If you like listening to The Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello at thesignal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. This episode was written, researched and produced by Aditi and me. Edited by Roshni Nair. Mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are the signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.